Hello, this is Dr. Carl Wilson with Covenant Behavior Help. Uh, I want to welcome everyone to our podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us. Miss Linnell Mayberry is a veteran uh, spouse. She is a associate marriage and family therapist here in Southern California. Uh, she is on our team. She works out of the Hellendale office, Hellendale, California, 15055 Vista Rose, Suite 5, Hellendale, California, 923. The telephone number there is 760-241-6044. Again, 760-241-6044. We are here at the Faith and Mental Health Conference in Colton, California today. And Linnell is our special guest. And so I want to invite you, Linnell, to tell us a little bit about you. Thank you for coming. Hi there. It's nice to be here. All right. And Linnell, tell us a little bit about uh, what exactly is a marriage and family therapist? Um, a marriage and family therapist is a person who provides psychotherapy and treatment for people um, really with thinking about the family, thinking about um, the person, but also considering all the people that are in their life. And that happens even when we are treating individuals or children, not just uh, couples or families. Okay. All right. Good. And so how long have you been doing this for? Um, I've been doing this for a couple years now. A couple years. Mm -hmm. And so a little bit about like what your long-term plan is and say the next three years or so, like what do you want to do? Um, uh, well, I would like to continue to, um, learn and grow. Um, I consider myself to be a lifelong learner mm -hmm. and I just really enjoy my interactions with all of the clients that I come across and I would like to be able to continue to maybe hone a specialty, maybe hone, okay. hone a, a something that I can be really good at. Okay. Yeah. As a marriage and family therapist, it's, it is sort of, it's broad because you yes. have the family system is so expansive. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, mm -hmm. one of the things that I, I often say if an individual comes into counseling, you know, I want to talk to your significant other. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to your spouse. I want to yes. talk to, you know, your friends, your family, because I don't believe that we are just this island all by ourselves. But we have these, you know, and family is not just blood relatives family right. can be uh neighbors co-workers mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. you spend time with yes. and one of the things i believe is that when you're talking with someone you only get half of the picture yes <laughs> you know yes, so having families be a part of that process mm -hmm. you know you sort of get the you know somewhere in between the whole picture is what you get absolutely we yeah. get um very valuable perspectives yeah. on on the person on the situation or even possibly the issues that are going on in that person's life yeah that, and that's that's i bring it up because you you said homing especially because as a marriage in fact it is so expansive yes you it can is just go anywhere many and do anything when you talk about the family system so mm -hmm. all right all right um, so do you have a certain um, population that you like to work with probably more than any other population? Can you identify like? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I really enjoy working with the military population and with the veterans. Mm. I absolutely have um, a soft spot for them uh, being a, a, a wife of a veteran and being a part of that system 
for a few years, I really, um, I really never got over it. My, my husband may have got out of the military, but I feel like I never did. <laughs> That's the same thing my wife said. <laughs> That's the exact same thing my wife. Now, what branch of service was your husband in? Air Force. He was in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. So working with military families. Um, it, yeah, exactly. I. That's our heartbeat, actually, here at Covenant Behavior mm-hmm. Health. Uh, 85% of our patient population is military personnel and their dependents. Absolutely. Uh, 90% of our staff is military-affiliated in some mm-hmm. way, right. uh, you know, either a spouse or a veteran. And I really I don't think we can do enough mm-hmm. just as a society for those who make that ultimate sacrifice, you Absolutely. know, um, by signing mm-hmm. their name on the dotted line. So mm-hmm. one of the reasons why we do this too is, yeah, thank you very much for your service. Thank you for being a part of Covenant Behavior Health. We really do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you, what would be one of the common myths you would say when we talk about marriage and family therapy, about therapy, even in, even in general, yeah. like one of the common myths that you run into? I do. I actually, run into quite a bit of um, people that say oh if my parents knew that I was here or oh if if other people knew that I had to come to therapy what would they say Um, I hear that mental health isn't really a thing that it's made up that somehow we should be able to fix all of our own problems or if we just don't think about it that it'll go away yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I actually, I, I can just a couple of days ago, I had a patient um, re- was referred by their PCP, and even the PCP, and I've heard this before, it just, just bugs me. It's all in your head. Yes, yes, I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's all in your head. And while, yes, it's in your head, let's mm-hmm. just take anxiety, for example, panic attacks. Yes, it's all in your head, but mm-hmm. it's in your arm, your arm, it's in your chest. Absolutely. It's in, I mean, it's all, it's in you. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. I think it's sort of a misnomer to say that it's all in your head as to say, like, if you would just stop thinking about it or don't focus on it, then it would go away. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, and that is certainly, as we know, that is not the case. No, it's not. And I do see um, a special kind of frustration in those patients and clients who have the I'm sorry, the physical manifestations of their anxiety or their depression. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how come their stomach hurts every time they get anxious about mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. or how come they feel really sad and withdrawn mm-hmm. um, just uh, because they're, they feel angry, perhaps. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. understand the connection between that. And when, unfortunately, when practitioners say things like, it's oh, it's all in your head, I need you to go see a therapist, mm-hmm. they come feeling really, really bad about themselves. Yeah. And, and yeah. there's... Um, a lot of knowledge that can be provided for them, just that psychoeducation that yeah. seems to help them and, and validate them and let them know, okay, so this is normal, yeah. that my body's reacting a certain way. Absolutely. I mean, you just, you think about it. So when you talk about anxiety, uh, GAD, generalized anxiety disorder, mm-hmm. the cortisol that's released in the system, the stress chemical that mm-hmm. is released in the system uh, because of this disorder at high levels for extended periods of time can really wreak habit on your body so you have a physiological not only a psychological response but then you have a physiological response and to have people within the medical field who will say you know it's all in your head it's like oh my god Mm -hmm. not only are we having to educate Mm -hmm. and sort of push back against the stigma uh just in society in general but even within the medical field you have to do that yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah, and we talk about psychosomatic or somatic disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, yeah, that's it's real. 
Mm-hmm. It's yes, real. it is. I'm like, they come in and say, no, no. Yes. Yeah, that's what happens. I talk yeah. to many people every day. It's very much real. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it is real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, how do you think we can, how do you think we can debunk that sort of, that, that, that misnomer about that myth? Well, just knowing that it's out there, I think, is knowledge for us as clinicians Mm -hmm. um, to where we can be prepared for that, especially when we get a medical referral or if we get somebody coming in that's extremely frustrated that they're having all these physical symptoms and they don't understand why. Mm -hmm. Just us knowing that that it's out there and that it is a pretty common myth, um, I think that helps. Okay. All right. All right. Good. So tell me what advice would you give someone? I want to shift here a little Mm -hmm. bit uh, for someone who wanted to come into this field. We are a huge education facility. Mm -hmm. We have lots of uh, trainees and associates here. Mm -hmm. We believe in educating uh, providers for tomorrow, for today. And so what advice would you give somebody who's thinking about becoming a marriage and family therapist? Okay, that's a great question. Um, I actually talk to any trainees or anybody in school that I can get a hold of, and and I do talk to them about this. And I say that they need to be comfortable with their own pathologies, with their own triggers, um, to just learn a little bit about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we d- certainly do not need to be perfect. I think that's actually a myth that comes along with thinking you know, a- about a profession like this. Mm-hmm. Um, because people look at us and say, well, if you have problems, how are you supposed to help me through my problems? Um, when actually, we really can. We really yeah. can. As long as we're aware. We don't have to be perfect, but we need to be aware no, of what's don't. going on with us. And and I do also like to say that I learned just as much about myself as a person when I was in school um, mm-hmm. that I did about helping other people mm-hmm. and about the psychology field. Yeah. Yeah. And I so agree. I would I agree say be 100%. willing and be open for that. Yeah. And that's never going to um, go away. Yeah. I, I, I certainly <laughs> agree. I, I think one of the things I love about uh, being in the medical field, the behavioral health field, is I'm constantly learning mm-hmm. and growing myself and yes. pushing myself to become a better version of who I am or yes. who I was when I first started this field. Mm-hmm. I tell my students, my psychology students, like all of us come to this field for a reason. Absolutely. Some of us come because we're trying to figure our mom and dad, mm-hmm. our significant others, and then the, the rest of us, we're coming because we're trying to figure out ourselves. Yes. So we come with our own issues to this field. And you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all together to be able to help people. If you have a master's degree, a master's degree makes you a behavior expert mm-hmm. you can help people change behavior yes you do absolutely. not have to have been there you, do, you don't have to have experience now all right. of that stuff helps mm-hmm. but as a behavior specialist though you can help people yes i absolutely mm-hmm. agree yeah, with that yeah mm-hmm. yeah well good thank you very much i appreciate mm-hmm. that what are some of the um resources that you found to be helpful with you along with your journey um, honestly, it's the clients and the patients. Mm-hmm. I, I've learned a lot from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll share with you one of my favorite things that I that I learned from somebody that I actually use is the idea that happiness is just pockets of joy that are everywhere. And you can find them when you're in despair. You can find them when you're going through hardships. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all there. And so I, I just, it's, I learn things like that all yeah. the time from talking with people yeah. and from yeah. really trying to hear what they're, what they're saying. Cause yeah. everybody comes in the door with their own set of strengths, their mm-hmm. own set of things that, that they are naturally good at, that they're 
um, knowledge and their wisdom mm-hmm. brings to the table as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's one of the reasons why I love existential theory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, even in all the hurt and the pain and the sadness and yes. all of that, we have to hunt for the good stuff. Yeah, I I do believe that it's human nature Mm -hmm. to be very, very aware of the negativity. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't ever try to take that away from people. Mm -hmm. I don't ever try to Mm -hmm. tell them, you know, you're not going through this or if you just think happy thoughts, it's going to go away. Mm -hmm. All I ever ask is that they consider the other side of it, that there's there's more going on than just um, the pain and and the circumstances. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that, at least you can provide somewhat of a balance. Yeah, whole Mm -hmm. thought. That's what that's what DBT is all about. Dialectical behavior there Mm -hmm. is finding the balance. Like you have this thought, you have this feeling, but then what are you leaving out of that? And if Mm -hmm. you can find that balance, great peace follows you when you find that balance absolutely in life, so. no matter the circumstances no matter <laughs> yes mm-hmm. yes oh wow well thank you very much i appreciate that mm-hmm. um we're gonna close out our podcast today this is dr carl wilson with covenant behavior health and marriage and family therapist Linnell mayberry mm-hmm. um i want to invite you to visit our new website it's up and running uh or that's You can find us on all the social media uh, apps. We are on Instagram at hashtag disrupting healthcare. Uh, Facebook, you can find us covenant behavior health. Instagram, you can, I'm sorry. Um, um, Twitter, Twitter, you can find us on Twitter at covenant bh covenant bh on twitter again this is dr carl wilson signing off thank you for being here today